Welcome back to another episode of the Bangin' and Clangin' Sports Podcast. That's right. Welcome back. As always, we're your gracious host, Crossbones, Blake, 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 Blake Beretta together. And together, we could take go for the tag team titles. Allegedly. Allegedly. Allegedly, we, allegedly we could. We have to break up the, the longest reigning tag team champions in the history of, uh, of WWE. I, I wonder if there's any other tag teams like in any other um, organization that have held them longer than the Usos. Ooh, I mean, yeah, that's, that's a hard one to think of right now. I don't know if there's anybody right now with the time frame they had to hold the titles that long. I don't see anybody right now that's had the success as Usos did. We're in the era of these, like, these title runs that haven't been seen in, at least in, in my lifetime, the, the uh, probably the, the longest reigning champ. Honky Tonk Man was Intercontinental Champ for forever. I was watching wrestling. Uh, when he was a champ, uh, Hogan, uh, I think when Hogan first held the belt, he was a champ for forever. Um, but in the modern era of wrestling, belts weren't held like this. They, they were dropped and then they were picked up and they were rotated. You had, you had top guys, but seldom did one person hold the belt for a year, let alone two and a half years or, or uh, with Nuso's case, a year and a half with the tag belts. Yeah, because you rarely see, like, the championship. Like, if you see Bruno San Martino, he probably held the belt the longest for, I don't know, how many years he had that thing. Yeah, and then yeah, Triple H down the line, held it forever, JBL, down, all the way down to Roman. And, of course, Cena held it for a long time, too. But tag yeah, tiles, but you don't see it that much. Yeah, I was going to say, with uh, with Cena, he is a, what, he's, he's a 15-time champion? I think 15 now. Oh, so he lost it a ton, though. I mean, I'm talking about consecutive, like like holding it and then just not losing. That's like a Bruno San Martino, then. Yeah, yeah, like like that type of run. Like even with uh, even with tag teams, uh, like you were saying, uh, the longest I can remember is like Demolition, maybe held holding like for a couple months, like like six or seven months or or something like that. But I've never I've never experienced in the time that I've watched it, even during the from the Attitude Era to the Golden Era, uh, a tag team that's dominated. Yeah, you don't WWE. see that. That's something you, like, because you see, of course, World Champ, but tag titles, maybe Intercontinental, you'll see that, but tag titles on the herd of like it's going on this long, but somehow the Usos made it work. It just it just works for them. And not only that, Gunther Gunther's getting uh, pretty pretty high up there with the uh, with the amount of time that he's held the Intercontinental belt. That is true. He started um, collecting dates himself, and now he has a viable challengers in Drew, Sheamus, and who knows? That, I mean, he's going to probably be Drew and Sheamus, I'm going to say, for a triple threat, but the more opponents you stack up against him, and he keep winning night after night, he's going to rack up those dates and soon be a long reigning in the Connell champion. And I was going to say Braun Breaker, too. Braun that Breaker's is- also... He's also held the belt for a very long time. That's like good old Braun. He's like, he's holding the belt for a while, too. He's like... He needs a viable challenger, like to see, like, could this person beat Braun? Yeah, so, like, whenever he gets called to the main roster, he's gonna have to drop that eventually. But right now, he's running hot on that. Him yeah, and his, yeah. uh, him and his lady are enjoying Vegas right now. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. Very, very nice. Uh, very nice couple that they they are. Um, in the U.S. champ theory, is the only one who has not had a had a lengthy reign yet. But uh, they're, they're, the way that it's being set up, he's looking also to be a very, very dominant champion. 
Yeah, it's too early. It's early for Austin as well. So here, here I got some time to catch up. Yeah, he is. Uh, they've kind of uh, with him. You know, it it is a it's a big build to see. And we're we're a month away. We're a month mm-hmm. away from the uh, from WrestleMania two nights. Uh, and, it seems like now it seems like it's always been two nights, but they didn't start the two nights thing until 2020. Um, That's true. When first year, first year of uh, that we that we were dealing with COVID, and they did it as kind of like a way to um, not only to to make the show bigger, but also a way to protect the uh, the staff and the people that only half the people have to be there one day, and then those people can go home, and then the other half would come in there the second the second night. Yeah, because during the pandemic, as you know, social distance is a big thing, and we didn't we didn't know what COVID was back then. So just safety issues. Just yeah, the people who's working that night, but bring them in, and the others could stay home, and they swap out the shifts. But now you could go; they taking advantage of it. It's like they could go even longer. We could do like a two hour or three hour here, another two to three hours here. So now uh, I can't even remember what it was before. It's probably like close to six hours. So now it was six hours when it was a one night show. Now that it's a two night show, it's probably close to 10 hours. So they probably do five and five. Yeah, because it was rough having a six hour, even four or five hour WrestleMania. And I remember when we all used to be at my house and we were watching, we were like, good God, this show is long. Yeah, and we're, we're waiting for the, uh, you're always waiting for the main event. But this way you get two main events. So uh, you get two people who main event WrestleMania every year, one Saturday and then one Sunday. Yeah, which just makes sense. You got to keep it interesting. You can't just have a main event just for Sunday. And if that's what everybody's looking for, they probably won't even tune in for the other night. They may just wait for the main event. And I know that it, it's hard to say, of course, Roman and Cody is going to be the, the big one on night night two. Yeah. But night, night one, I would love to see um, the Usos versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. That's love the rumor. That. But, I, but it's so hard to uh, – because you know WWE it wants to give the women equal billing, so I'm thinking that they would put uh, one of the women's matches, championship matches that night, uh, even though the the Sami, even though the Sami Zayn match should be should be the the main event. That's what they're pushing for. Like even our buddies at Wrestle Talk saying like talks in WWE now they're gonna probably swap it out where it be Usos and Sami and Kevin teaming up because that's a like. He has the money. Like those are main event matches. Like yeah. right now, how hot and heavy this bloodline storyline is, they're automatically going to take this main event spot because they're they're the hot thing going right now. It's going to be the the biggest tag team match in history. Oh I yeah, think, I, th- I think it's going to be re- literally one of the biggest tag team matches in history because you have an unbelievable streak uh, by the Usos being the best tag team, just beating everybody. You have mm-hmm. a matchup that you've never seen really before of these two best friends, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, mm-hmm. teaming Real together life. to take down uh, to, to take down the Bloodline, who they've both been feuding with uh, for for two years. Because Kevin Owens had multiple fights with Roman. Uh, mm-hmm. Sami Zayn, Sami Zayn was part of the Bloodline, and, and uh, they turned his back on him, or he turned his back on them, and then subsequently uh, they they came after him. So you have a lot of buildup for this to, to a point where it, it is a very, very meaningful match. And that's, that's the thing that every match in WrestleMania should be meaningful. Exactly. Uh, there, there, should be, there should be a, um, some fallout from it where, you know, you're, you're not the same as you are 
when you come in, you should leave different. Or the it, it should create a different a, a different aura, different atmosphere around your around your character after WrestleMania. So you got to make the match mean something. Exactly, like you got to bring your A game in there, like Uso, Sammy, and Kevin, and also with uh, Roman and Cody. Like like both of those matches, you don't know who's gonna win. It's still like they both of a hot and heavy. And like you said, like bringing your best in WrestleMania, it's like watching you watch. They could play like the NFL. But come out, come up to WrestleMania like the XFL, hungry and like ready, to, ready for action kind of thing. Right, right. I also look at look at the matches down the down the line. Um, so with uh, with Becky Lynch and uh, Lita, mm-hmm. your, your new tag team champions. I was surprised. Convenient, <laughs> conveniently, <laughs> winning the belt of exactly. Uh, five weeks before WrestleMania, that's just enough time to set up some sort of feud. Um, and it looks like they'll probably go against Damage Control because Trish also joined the joined the fray. Yeah, uh, uh, gotta have those Monday. big names. Yeah, on Monday. So uh, you have the legend, legend in the making, Becky Lynch, along with the the true legends, Lita and. Uh, Trish. Trish Stras, yeah. So going against Damage Control, which, which I think is a is a marquee match. You've got to have the nostalgia uh, part of it. Mm-hmm. So that's that's why you got to have that match. But I think it's great. That's right, because you didn't expect the Lito Becky to win the titles because you thought Lito was going to be the one off one. But it was kind of cool, actually. That match on Raw that was probably the best match on Raw <laughs> when, when they had that. I still can't believe Lita's doing that moonsault. I know. Like, you could tell her steps are a little slower, but she's not going to try. She's different when she was, what, 15 years ago, 20 years yeah. ago? Yeah. So it's she... like age catches everybody. And also having her and Edge on the same show is a little bit risque, I thought. Uh, well, they're growing up now. I think they let, let everything go away now. I hope so. I hope so. I, I think uh, so. I say, I, they're, they're older people now. I think they, they those grudges are gone. <laughs> um. But I, I do think, you know, I, I don't know if that way, you know, the belts aren't on the line if it's a, if it's a three-way. Or they might. Who knows uh, what that sets up. With Edge, Lita, and Beth, Beth, you mean? Or you mean? Oh, no, 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 no. With, uh, with, uh, with I had to throw control. that joke in there. Oh, yeah, absolutely. With damage control and, uh, and Lita and, the, and her team. Yeah, that is true. That it's gonna be a just six woman tag match, and they're gonna probably put the titles on the line. Say like, where our team pins is gonna be the champions, which yeah, is damage yeah. control. Yeah, freebird, freebird style, freebird rules. Damage control is gonna get the belts back because Lita don't want to be working every night. Yeah, yeah, he did. But that. It's, a good, it's a good, it's a good little way to get them in there. Um, well, another another match that we have a. Uh, Suspicion that it might happen, but nothing in stone yet is John Cena versus Austin Theory. That is right. You know, it turns out, I, I, I didn't look into it really. Austin Theory wasn't the first pick for WWE for face Cena, but looks like they're going that route now because, you know, Austin needs an opponent for WrestleMania, and why not Why not go against Cena because he's always talking about him. Yeah, and they are carbon carbon copies. And you, the thing that I've learned – uh, about the wrestling business is that when you have an opportunity to have one of your marquee guys go out there uh, from the past mm-hmm. and help and help somebody from the present, you got to pull the trigger on it. 
because you literally do not know how long those guys will be able to make that sacrifice and get in there and do it. I mean, mm-hmm. John, John's 40, uh, he's like 45, 46, you know, and he gave so much of his body to wrestling and he's, he's in, still in incredible shape, but you know, it's, it's hard. It's gotta be, it's hard. It's hard to, to stu- it's easy. It was easier for him. I would imagine when he was doing it every single night, you know, he know he gets to the gym, go, go do his stuff, recover, and then go, go do that. Now he's stu- he he's wrestled one match in, in a year, one match. Yep. This will be, his body's not calloused right now for this. No, yeah, and he's going to be on Raw Monday. Is that correct? Yep, Monday, Boston, his hometown. Boston, his hometown. Good for him. Um, so it looks like that'll that'll be the setup. But I am I am very much looking forward to to that match because John is just such a strong. He's always been such a strong competitor, um, and he doesn't lose that often. Still, you know, he came back on the New Year's show in a tag team match and beat the beat the Bloodline. You yeah. Know, so the last the last match he lost was to Roman, you know, because he had to leave. And, and I, I, I thought that was a great program between uh, between Roman and Cena. I really did. And I was rooting for John like heck. But the business is the business. Roman's your guy going forward. And John is John is a great torchbearer kind of passing the torch to Roman. Yeah, exactly. And with this one with Austin now, it's like a lot of the fans want Cena to win, but you know, like Austin needs to beat. I feel like Austin needs this push if he's going to beat Cena, so he can oh, go yeah. to the next level. Unless yeah. WWE has different plans where Cena's going to beat him and Austin's going to, you know, have to fight, going to fight through this adversity or something. It could go either way. Yeah, but yeah, it's hard because I'm a Cena very, fan too. Yeah, it's very tough to. Uh... It's very tough to look at John Cena and and say that you know him going to WrestleMania loses in Hollywood. You know he's a big Hollywood star. Him it doesn't really it, him it, he's been there done that. He's a he's a sixteen time or fifteen time world champion. But once you're a Cena fan, you're always a Cena fan, so you're going to pull for him. Exactly. No offense to Austin, cool dude and all. Had a great time working out with him at Goals and McDonough. But I'm a John Cena guy, so sorry. <laughs> I got to go with John. That's what I picked to win this one. Uh, then we get into this uh, next match. So Bianca Belair and Oscar. Ooh, that's that's a good match. That's this is Bianca's toughest test right here. Yeah, yeah, I think this this is, and I was thinking this would be one of the main events. If uh, if the Kevin Owens match is not, that this would be it. This would be the 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 night two. Or Charlotte and Rhea. Or Charlotte Rhea. I think. You know, I think, yeah, one of the – I don't think they're both going to be on the same night. I think one's going to be on Saturday and the one's going to be on Sunday. Yeah, um, it makes sense but to do th- that. They're both big matches, both big big championship matches and a good way to get your to get your, your stars involved. But Asuka, Asuka is, is very tough to beat, and I think that, uh, I think that it, it might be her, tur- her turn. But on the other hand, Bianca Belair is, is girl Cena to me. She is – yeah. She is that torchbearer kind of like face of the face of the women's division who can carry it for like another eight, nine years. Um, so, so I just don't know. I, I'm just looking. It should be competitive. Could go either way. Yeah. Cause it's like, you know, I'm happy. I love, I love Oscar cause she's my favorite female wrestler. It's the Japanese Oscar f- version we're getting right. Well, she's always been Japanese, but her character and everything came from Japan with the makeup and everything. So she's bringing out all her, you know, all her uh, uh, bags right now, throwing it on the table. And 
Yes, Bianca's good, like a female Cena, but I feel like her fire's fizzling out now. Like the fans are kind of like, okay, we've seen this. We want something new now. So this could be Oscar's time. Yeah, yeah. Plus, if you want to progress the story, maybe have uh, have maybe Becky get back in there. Becky, Becky's not going to beat Bianca. So if you want that matchup, you got to have Becky go against Oscar. Yeah, but Oscar could beat uh, Becky too. Because Triple H brought about legitimacy and what Oscar's doing now, where it's like yeah. she's a like 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 uh, what is it like Paul Heyman was pitching the idea where Roman, I mean not Roman, Oscar should be the female Roman Reigns. That's what Paul Heyman was saying because she's the Empress of tomorrow and she's in real life. You see all, all her matches, she's a real life killing machine. Like if she really wanted to, she could put a hurting on everybody. Except maybe Ronda could probably give her a good fight. Yeah, I I could definitely see see that uh also let's talk about the Rhea match so so Rhea versus uh Charlotte Flair that's what I uh, see Rhea they, taking this one yeah they had kind of they had just started building that it's taken it's taken a little while everything's uh, been to, late <laughs> yeah yeah they got they got a month they get they got a month uh, and I thought they would do a better job maybe setting things up like around elimination chamber uh but that yeah, was yeah. that was, but it was all about that was all about Sammy and Roman that they didn't they didn't waste any yeah time. it's hard to top that yeah, doing anything else. So, so that was the match. Um, but yeah, rematch from the. I can't believe that their first match was three years ago, and they haven't fought since then. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it was like a weird match too. It was like during the pandemic, wasn't it? It was like yeah. it was yeah. hard to do a match because nobody was comfortable, familiarized. Like, what do we do in this situation that never been done before? Like, yeah. you know, it wasn't the elements weren't there. It was kind of lagging in some areas, but. This is the time to remake and redo what was lost. Yeah. Yeah. So this is going to be a probably one of the best matches just because they're both very, very good. Uh, Charlotte uh, coming back. Charlotte, Charlotte's got, she, she's kind of got to that, that Roman place where she does, she does, she doesn't wrestle a lot anymore. She, and and I, I, I understand why, you know, you want to save her. She can, she has great mic work and she can get out there and she can, she can get over what she has to do without being in the ring. Yeah, but, I think well, WrestleMania time, they have to save the superstars because a lot of people are not going to work as much before Mania. Yeah, yeah. So that has to be um, has to be a marquee match. I, mm-hmm. I do think that I do think that Rhea, it is Rhea's time, and also to help Judgment Day, help Judgment Day move forward, and to give them more credibility, you got to put a belt on one of them. Yeah, exactly. Because Judgment Day needs something. Because they already lost the edge already. They got the redemption edge. But yeah, because Rhea, Rhea, is the one that's gonna. Uh, it looks looks. It makes more sense for her to be champion right now. Because Finn is not going for a belt. Damian's not. Uh, uh, what is it? Dominic Mysterio has no talent whatsoever, so he's there. But, but yeah, Rhea makes more sense. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of Dom, you got Dom. Dom, did you see his workout with uh with Sheamus? Nope, I'm not gonna waste my time and watch that. Man, he, kid he kid her... was beasted. Kid was beasted in there with Sheamus. She yeah. was, he was he throwing did, up. Is that the first weight he ever picked up in his life? He was throwing he's... up some. He was throwing up some. He was flexing on Sheamus and Drew McIntyre. He's got. He's, he's got a, some, it's a comedy bit. He's got some potential. He's got some potential. He needs to learn. He needs to learn to wrestle. Get a, get charisma and get a personality. That NXT was the perfect place to send him, but he's a child, so he's gonna yeah. learn this very fast when when daddy's not there. In front I, was, of the I was impressed. He's got some biceps. He's got some arms on it. I, I might have to say he he might be the third largest arms in uh in in the uh in the gym. 
with oh, uh, God. <laughs> oh God! Oh God! He 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 lifted enough weight so he didn't have to be somebody's boyfriend, probably, no, which no, he probably ended up doing. <laughs> they were doing they were doing the Cheeto. They were doing the uh, the uh, the bandana around the mouth. Uh, 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 you talk about Dominic doing stuff in prison. We can't no, talk no. about that. No, he was wearing the he was wearing, he was wearing the gang member the gang member uh, uh, bandana around his mouth. I mean, he looked he looked he looked serious. He looked he looked like he he, he looked like he he looked like he'd go to war with somebody. I, I've never. I, I mean, I was I was I was literally I was intimidated by Dominic Mysterio. With, I was bawling out laughing with, with him with him doing his uh, his Chino impression. I just wanted to laugh because Dominic in the real game would not survive. Like they said on Twitter, Dominic's most unrealistic, unbelievable character because he's like, he, this guy doesn't fit. It's like it's comical. It's like this guy will not survive in prison. But he does have a giant Rhea to to have his back, which is, um, which is part of of the why I think the character is great. Because you have this wannabe tough guy and this and this girl who's who's really the tough one in their relationship. I think that is that is uh, a brilliant job of writing the character to make it work within the Judgment Day. Well, yeah, you have no choice, by the way. We have Dominic on the contract, <laughs> so you gotta going, make him work somehow. And this is what is this his second WrestleMania? Did he have a WrestleMania match last year? He was his dad, I think. He had oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they were they. Won, I think they won the tag team championships last. Yeah, because that no, story two, makes two, sense. I was happy or, with that storyline. Or, or two years, two years ago, he won the he won the tag team championship. Yeah, with his um, dad. With so his dad. That, 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 I, was, I was happy to see that. I always like the father and son thing. He, he's he's well on his way to a Hall of Fame career. Yeah, um, we'll see about that. He ain't, he and his daddy Ray is a different is an athlete. Yeah. Um, but then we have the uh, Logan Paul versus Seth Rollins match. Who uh, I oh think God. is is Logan also going to be there on Monday? Yeah, he is. I think they got to set up the WrestleMania thing somehow, so they got to start. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they got to get it. They got to get it going. Um, somehow they got to get it going. Yeah, Seth um, is the perfect dance bar. Seth will fix this oh, one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, to have him go against, I mean, three perfect opponents, Miz, Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins. Those are those are three of the best people that you could possibly have to work with uh, in the ring uh, to, to make it to make a great match. Yeah, because like Logan Paul, like he's not a good wrestler. He's athletic, but he's not a good wrestler. But you know, these guys know how to work with what they got. It's like, all right, we can have them do this, this, and this, and I'll make the rest look good. Don't worry about it. Just all you have to do is just listen to them. That's all you got to do, do. Do you know what kind of heat will come? What was that? Like I was saying, people would lose their minds if Logan Paul beat Seth Rollins in this match. Oh, yeah. All the true wrestling fans are going to be like, why is this guy beating Seth Rollins? It doesn't make sense. Which it doesn't because Seth is a top-tier player where he should be going with for the title. It should be. Nobody cares if he beats Miz or something or somebody like, I don't know, Omos. Nobody will care. But yeah. still, it's like, why? It doesn't make sense for him to beat Seth. It doesn't. I, I, I think that, I, I mean, for, for the sake of Logan Paul's story, um, because Seth Seth's big goal is to be another world champion, is to get to get get a, get the belt again. Um, so in his long term storytelling, a loss to Logan Paul doesn't really mean that much. 
but for Logan Paul to have a win over Seth Rollins would elevate him to a to a level that no one that he ever never even thought that he would get to. Yeah, true. But it's like I, you know, it's good for Logan. But at the end, you know, Seth doesn't. It doesn't make sense. Like you got to elevate Seth and losing a Logan Paul. Yeah, a lot of people won't care about a lot of rest fans. Like why? Because Seth Rollins should beat Logan Paul because. He's to me the next in line to go for the title, and you got to build him up hard and heavy. Oh, Logan! Logan's not going to beat him clean. Uh, that definitely won't happen. There'll be there'll be some shenanigans in there somewhere uh, of Logan or, or or people from his podcast getting involved or uh, something like that. Where you know, where or, or like um, like someone who who has beef with with uh, Seth Rollins. I, I, I'm trying to think of who he's he's had run-ins with um, Miz? lately. Miz, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, someone like Miz interfering in the match and costing Seth Rollins the win, and Logan Paul wins by default. But, but yeah, to advance Logan uh, wherever they're going to take Logan to, um, and this match for Seth would just be another match that would happen, but he would get back on the road because if Cody gets the belt, if Cody does win the. WWE Universal World Title. Seth Rollins definitely has to be the person who he would go up against first. Yeah, everybody wants to see Seth and Cody. Will love it, especially for the title line. They would love to see that. Yeah, yeah. So that would be the that would be the obvious the obvious setup. Now there there are two matches that um that I'm I'm not really too too keen on. Uh, one uh, is Bobby, yeah, I know. <laughs> Bobby, Bobby Lashley and Bray Wyatt. Yeah, I'm okay with that match, but it's like, why are they facing each other? Like, there's no real build for that one. And also, I know you're going to say the other one, Brock and Omos. I'm, there's yeah. no build or nothing for this match. It's just yeah, they're just this two ma- they, yeah, they're just two matches. They're just two, yeah, two they're matches. Yeah, just average matches. Like that would be it's a it's a raw SmackDown match. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Like the brain, Bobby, you could have built that one, but Omos and Brock that doesn't make sense. It doesn't – none of these matches, like, just, like, give them something to do and just, like, you know, since it's Mania, here's a match, and there you go. Get a paycheck and be happy. I was like, that, that, I don't really care now. <laughs> so, uh, on SmackDown, there was a um, – they, they kind of – they started out with a um, – Gunther was in the ring, everybody wanting to challenge him. Um, so, they're going to have a – like, a fatal five-way next week. I guess uh, so. <laughs> Yeah, to go on to see who challenges, who challenges. That's gonna be true. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say Gunther's Gunther's toughest match so far has been against uh, the guy Famous. who's with Baron, or the, I was gonna say the guy who's with Baron Corbin. Uh, happy Happy Moss. Happy Moss. Are we in for Gunther? Oh, for yeah, yeah. For oh, Gunther. Gunther's toughest opponent was Sheamus. You remember that match they had? Oh yeah, yeah. It was yeah, that was tough. It was tough. They beat the crap out of each other in that yeah. match. I would have liked to see Brock versus Gunther. That's the what I was supposed to be WrestleMania, but somebody changed it. Because I don't know, you is like I was saying earlier. You don't know how long Brock has, or how long that Brock wants to stick around. He he could be done like Goldberg in in a year to say, hey, you know, I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. I've uh, main evented several WrestleManias. I've done everything I want to do in the wrestling business. So I I'm done for no for no rhyme or reason. That is true because Brock did say a while back, and like it was on Wrestle Talk as well. Brock said he's trying to wind down his career a little bit, a wind down. And but he said like that could wind down could be taking a break or retiring. He didn't say neither of those. He just said he's trying to wind down. Yeah, 
Yeah, mm-hmm. so it, it is going to be a very, very tough, uh, very tough, uh, very tough out. I, I would, I would like to. I, I, I love La Knight. I do. I downloaded a song the other. I, I downloaded a song the other day. It, it's, uh, it's I, a you know, I, I don't, I don't know why uh, they, they don't have. WWE used to have like so many bangers entrance song. Your entrance song used to be everything. Now they're just okay. La Knight's is it's good. Different. It's, it's, LA, yeah, LA Knight's is good. LA Knight's is good. That that was a good one. But there isn't a Voices. There isn't a I Stand Alone. There isn't a You Can't See Me. There isn't a Game Triple H. There isn't a Stone Cold. There isn't one of those. Yeah, exactly. Because they, like, they used to have like contracts to big bands and stuff, but now they don't have contracts to any big group of bands or anything. Like, was a CFO did some good stuff. They, they, their stuff, you know, fell out with them and yeah, yeah, they they gotta make a deal with some kind of big banger group where they could make good music, like how we had in the Attitude Era in early two thousands. Yeah, yeah. So it is not a uh, they they that's something that they can definitely look look into uh, going yeah. forward. Bray's theme song is cool. Yeah, yeah, Bray Bray is good, but I think Bray does his own music. And Cody yeah. brought his Cody brought his own song. Yeah, he got he got he wrote the rights to keeping that, so that's smart yeah, that, move by that's him. That's good. He's a good business dude. Uh, from from seeing uh, his other business transactions and what he's been able to do, he's smart. He's a smart dude. Um, the uh, so yeah, that wraps it up for uh, for us. We're going to get way into WrestleMania more more so. We just wanted to touch on on some things uh, first. Um, also, I was going to go through some of the uh, WWE 2K23 comes out uh, March 14th, right? Yeah, it's coming uh, up. Big, big game, John Cena on the cover. Uh, story mode is you go through his matches, and uh, I guess you're, you're going to be avenging some of his losses. I oh, we're going to be a John Cena fanboy to become a wrestler? Yeah. <laughs> so I think you, you play as John Cena and I think you wrestle like the matches that uh that he lost. Um huh. so so you would probably like the, the one that sticks out to me most is the uh the, the first the first one with Rock, yeah. The the uh, the once in a lifetime, once in a lifetime. Mm-hmm. Um so that one. But uh, I was gonna say here here are some uh here are some ratings and uh just your quick take. Uh, AJ Styles, 89. Yeah, 89 is good for AJ. Angelo Dawkins, 80. Uh, yeah, that's not too bad. I Austin, feel like he... Go ahead. Austin Theory, 82. Uh, what? Well, he did just start out, so that's okay. Big E, 88. Yeah, 88 is good. Bobby Lashley, coming in at 92. Yeah, Bobby Lashley is a force to be wrecked. I like that 92. Braun Strowman, 89. Eight, eh, yeah, well, maybe 88, but 89 is fine. Brock Lesnar, 97. Yeah, he is the Thanos of the game. So, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't see nothing wrong with that. Pete Dunn is an 81. I gave him a little higher, maybe like, uh, like 82, 83. Carmelo Hayes, who is fantastic, is an 82. I agree with that. Yeah, that's good. He's still new. Uh, Chad Gable, 77. Oh no! I give him an eighty. Yeah, they they they, they disrespected sandbagging him. him. Yeah, they disrespected. Uh, Cody Rhodes at ninety-one. Yeah, he's a good ninety-one. 
Damian Priest, 84. Eh, eh, 83. I get him. Uh, Dexter Loomis is an 80. Yeah, I can see that. That's fine. He's not doing much. Big Prison, Dominic Mysterio, 78. I give him low. I give him like a 75 because he doesn't do anything. I can't believe he's, they rated him higher than Chad Gable. Yeah, that is so serious. Chad Gable could wipe the floor with him. And Chad they, Gable was an Olympian. They gave him the same rating as Elias, in uh, Dominic Mysterio and Elias, right at 78. Oh, my God. Dominic Mysterio can't even hold a candle to Elias. That's so, that, that is messed up rating. But also, they gave Ezekiel an 83. Ezekiel is in the game? Ezekiel, he, he gave him an 83. How the heck is he higher than Elias? So you can have Elias versus Ezekiel in the game. Oh, yeah, you can have the brothers, man. Everybody likes to see a brother versus brother match. The beard versus uh, the non-beard. Uh, Drew McIntyre coming in at 91. Yeah, I can see that. 91 or higher. Finn Balor, 87. I can give him 88. Gunther, 88. Gunther's 80? Yeah, yeah, that's not bad. Happy Corbin is an 83. Eh, 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 maybe 80. I would have given him 80 because he's not doing really anything. Um, Jay Uso at 90, which is which I'm is good huge. with that. I'm good with yeah. that. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I, Jimmy Uso, 89. What? Yeah, no, Jimmy. no, got to be in the 90s. They they gave Jimmy one one less. Uh, Johnny Gorgato, 84. Yeah, that's not bad. Karrion Cross with an 86. I can see that he's doing more stuff. Kofi Kingston clocking it at 89. And he, he's to the test of time, and New Day's still going, so that's yeah. good. Yeah, former world champion. Uh, LA Knights in 81. 80, well, he's still brand new, so he could elevate that. I would have gave him like 83 or something. Montez Ford is only an 82, which I thought he would be. What? Yeah. He's whoa, he's the tag part is higher than him. That's wrong. That's messed up. Oh, no, Didn't no. The, guys... tag, the tag part was 80. Oh, okay. I'm about to say, yeah, but give it like, yeah, give the other guy the higher, I give a little bit, a little bit more now. Come on. Um, Omos at 82. I give him an 80. He's not doing o- much. Otis is an 80. Otis is an 80. Otis, uh, well, Omos is, is higher than o- Wow. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's weird. Yeah. Uh, Ray Mysterio, 82. That does not mean he should be in the 90s. He's a legend. But he's – I think what they'll have is they'll have his older versions. Like, they'll have, like, the, the 2005 or the two thousand. Oh, the beginning race. Yeah, yeah. They'll be way higher. Uh, okay. Rick, Bo- Rick Boone's only a 75. Yeah, he's not doing much, and he's still new. So, that, that, that sounds pretty good. Dominic Mysterio would whoop him at a 78. All right. Ricochet at 82. No, that's not – I would have gave him, like, 85, 83, 84. Uh, Ridge Holland is at 81. That's not too bad. Our truth hanging in there, but low at seventy-two. Yeah, our truth is like pretty much retired right now. He doesn't want to do with. He's good. He he's, he had a pretty bad leg injury, if I'm not mistaken. He hasn't been. Oh yeah, age catches us all. Yeah, uh, Sami Zayn is at eighty-four. Well, I, I would have given like an 80, 86, 87. Sheamus is at eighty-seven. That sounds good. Uh, Miz, 80-85. Yeah, that's not too bad. Uh, so we have the Miz 2011, who is also in the game, is rated at 90. Wow, that, that was the, what's it, the champion time, Miz? That's the, I think, is that the Wrestle, no, well, I guess that, is that the WrestleMania Atlanta Miz, or is that later? That's not true, like, what year was WrestleMania here? 
Because if that that makes sense, if he's in the nineties, it feels like it was about ten years ago. So that's probably probably right about right. Okay, so then that'd be nineties be fine for that Miz. The Rock, the People's Champion, ninety six. All right, I would have given him like a nine. That's good. I would have given him higher. Uh, the Undertaker, ninety five. Uh, game. I would have said ninety six. <laughs> um. Then we have a, a special. This is WWE alumni, quote unquote legend. He was on this game. Tyler Breeze, seventy seven. Seventy, yeah, I can see that. Tyler Breeze on surprise season the game. Yeah, yeah. I guess he signed a he, he signed a legends contract. Oh, that's good. Oh, he is yeah. a trainer, I think. I think he's a yeah. trainer. Yeah. So he's good. And, and rounding it out with the ones that I have, uh, Xavier Woods, uh, eighty eight. And uh, we will get to the uh, the the female wrestlers uh, next on the next podcast. Their their ratings. Oh, that sounds good. And eighty eight is good for Woods. Yeah, so it's, it's good. He's a uh, it's great, great job. Great job by all the uh, the WWE superstars. I'm looking forward to, to playing this game. All right, uh, let's get to the questions. All right, today on A&E, we're going to have the China documentary. Best China uh, match you think of in moment? Um, I always remember her feud with Chris Jericho. Um, it was one of my favorites. Um, also, her I- entering the Royal Rumble and uh, – getting um and going toe-to-toe with stone cold because yeah you you don't really have you never really had a strong female character in wwe they were always dancing or or yeah. Um, models or like, yeah models or or like valets or or just kind of just kind of there for for eye candy so you never yeah. had one step into the ring and be a presence like like china was so uh she had she definitely is a game changer um the only thing she should have done is gone into Vince's office and demanded Stone Cold money. That's the only. That's the only thing. Outside that, of that, it was fine. I know back then it was hard though with Vince because you know women didn't have the power they have now or wrestling. But you know back then it was different. Yeah, yeah. but that was good because you know she used to rep out three fifteen on bench press now. Yeah, I, I remember seeing it, being like, I can't believe it. I had never seen anything like it in my in my life. I know, like good guys, like you know, it seemed like an opposing figure like that. Like her and Triple H were like the best duo, right there, because Triple H knew how to use her talents. Like I know she's not gonna be just sitting there; she's gonna be doing stuff. And she and that stuff with Triple H, amazing. And her match with um, I like the Chris Jericho. It also that match with Jeff Jarrett was it the the kitchen match or something? She won the yeah. Intercontinental Title. That was yeah. good. She was the first woman to do that. Yeah, she did. Um, she really, really was a trailblazer. In everything that she did, so mm-hmm. I'm I'm very glad that she was able to uh, able to make that mark on uh, on wrestling like she did, and a Hall of Famer now, and a Hall of Famer, which is amazing. I love seeing that stuff. Well deserved, well deserved Hall of Fame. That's right. And my next one is we have the uh, Rock and Cena versus thing coming up. What's some takeaways you remember about that? I am really, really looking forward to to that because I remember just sitting there and watching it because it was set up at that WrestleMania in Atlanta where mm-hmm. uh, where um, Rock cost Cena the match. Um, and it was kind of like his, his first foray into back back to wrestling because we didn't think he was going to wrestle. But then the next, I remember going to Raw the next night here at uh, 
at Phillips Arena and them saying, oh, we're, we're, we're going to do it. They mend the ring and said, shook hands and like, oh, we got a year. They had a year to build it. A year to build it. A year That's to right. build a match between John, uh, John Cena and The Rock, who uh, rocked the previous number one guy and John, the, the current number one guy. Um, That's right. And they also back up, you know, before now, back in the day, they didn't really like each other that much. Because Cena said some things, Rock took offense, and they didn't were the, were were not great of friends back then. Now they, you know, bury the hatchet. But back then, they didn't really like each other, and those promos were real. <laughs> they they were technically on the roster at the same time. They did over. I I want to say they did overlap. They did um, right when Cena's coming and Rock was heading out. Yeah, briefly, briefly. Um, I always say that they, there were so many missed opportunities uh, from that from that time where that roster right when it's right when um, it's right when they brought everybody in from WCW. Mm-hmm. And they brought everybody in from WCW, and um, they also had the, that influx of talent with Randy Orton, Batista, uh, John, and uh, you still had Sean sticking around. You had Goldberg, and you That's had right. Brock. You had Brock too. So you had probably probably what I want to call the strongest roster in the history. Uh, and you had Kurt Angle, and you had uh, Shelton Benjamin. You had Rikishi. You had all these people. That's a, yeah, you had everybody. Yeah. In yeah, so you all you missing was all you missing was Sting. <laughs> yeah, everybody, everybody, but Sting. And you also had Nash and Hall. And Stone right. Cold, NWO, and Hollywood and Hulk Hogan. You had all those guys, and you didn't get. I, I don't think they got enough out of that roster. But um, the the John Cena um, Rock thing um, happened mm-hmm. because in the vacuum of Dwayne being gone, you had to you had to fill it with somebody, and the person that they filled it with was was John, and John was that. That that baby face, you know, just just not. He, he, but he didn't start out that way. He started out as a bad guy. He's a rapper. Yeah, it was, he, he, yeah, it, it was great. It was that. it was great. But but Vince <laughs> Vince said, "Oh no, no, we're going to send you to military school now. Now you're a soldier. <laughs> now now you're about to carry the now you're about to carry the flag." That's uh, right. So <laughs> he could so rap. He could really rap. Actually. Oh yeah, yeah, he's a great rapper. Great rapper. I remember listening to him like on on car rides to to going to going to the gym from Rob's house. He would just freestyle and you, you just go through it and and just be just be on. I'd be like, man, did you did you rehearse that? He's like, no, it's just off the off the top of my head. Um, yeah, dude, dude, dude had a lot of big dreams. I will tell you this about John. He had a lot of dreams. He literally he said, "Look, I'm going to be a rapper." I'm. If he was like, "If that didn't work, a wrestler," <laughs> and he said, "If that didn't work out, I'm going to go back to bodybuilding." That that was those were his those were his this three <laughs> his three. But luckily, luckily the, the he was able to take the wrestling and the rap thing. Uh, and maybe in because he's not going to be Eminem. Eminem is a different guy. And and I I I always uh I don't know if he still raps. I know that he did. He did two songs for the. Uh, for the video game in 2015, he did two. Mm, uh, I remember two, that. Yeah, he did two. So he did one with Wiz Khalifa, and I can't remember. And I think the other one was solo. But they were fantastic. <laughs> they were fantastic songs. So I think that is a. Uh, and he's only has one rap album. It's the one that came out. Oh, in 2000, I remember 2000, that. 2008, 2009. Hey, I'm not um, gonna lie. That 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 was my time in style. When I was a kid, I that used to be my squat song because I remember seeing I used to squat a lot. So the before I go for a heavy lift. That was my song. 
I remember him telling me 15 years ago that he doesn't do cardio anymore. I was like, what? You don't do cardio? He's like, no, no. But I understand it now. It's, it's Rob. It's, it's Rob and his, his diet. Plus, he's had, he's had a chef for like 20 years. Yeah, that's the sports. Uh, yeah, this. and great genetics. And great genetics, yeah. You can't uh, do genetics. <laughs> yeah. So I gotta, I gotta ask John next time I see him. I wish I would have known this last week when I ran into him. It's like, can you rap? <laughs> where did you see? Oh, at the at the. I, well, at the, I can't yeah. say it out loud. It's, it's the a, movie. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's a place where we go. It's a like it's somewhere. I can't yeah. say the name. I get in trouble. But yeah. he's he's some place we met. We were yeah. we were together. Yeah. yeah, John is uh, he is a great character and he uh, he took um, an opportunity uh, and made the best of it. He, That's he right. Did. He did. Um, yeah, and John met- was happy, too. Did you really? Did, he did an interview. I know it was a while back. You probably heard it. It was saying like John said if wrestling was it, he'd be he's happy with it. He did yeah. his career, got his money. Fine. He didn't care about acting right there. He's yeah. like, if this is it, this is it. It's a long way because when I met him, he was living in his Lincoln Town car. I heard um, about that story. Yeah, he was, yeah, he was living in his, he was living in his car. He was so he wasn't his, lying to me when he was telling me that. No, no, it's a real deal. It's a real deal. It's a real deal. I've known him for, I've known John for twenty years. Twenty. I've known him for a few months now. <laughs> you know him longer than me. Does he? Does he know your name? Oh yeah, he he goes Blake. That's what he know me by. Okay, right. yeah. I prefer Beretta, but Blake's fine. Yeah, no, he's he's been and he's been the same dude for for twenty years. Exactly, um, and my coach Nick Patrick is the one who counted one, two, three from the win the United States title. That's right. That's right. I think that's why he talks to me more. Yeah. <laughs> I have uh, I have seen um, his training, you know, uh, change over over the years and how that uh, it's kind of progressed to a, a style now where he's not, he doesn't want to take the pounding, but he, he still does a pretty good, because there was a time there where, where him and Rob were literally doing just obnoxious amounts of weight. Oh, at, I heard uh, the story. You did, wasn't he, they called him Rob Superman at, at hard knocks. Um, and John, the video's still out. John would be down there. Uh, that's that's also one of the the first <laughs> the first time um, that they were showing the vignettes for uh, the um, the match the the match between him and Rock. Uh, they were showing it, and I saw Austin Xavier Woods in the background. Yeah, and there was a, there was another one earlier than that. It was at they showed Hard Knocks Gym where. It was Rob and John at Hard Knocks, and it was set up for him versus Triple H match. Remember the vignettes on those? Yes, yes. And, and they were talking about close grip bench or change and stuff like that, deadlifting. It was like a power building background they were doing. And I remember Austin telling me that, like, yeah, there's this dude E. He's 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 super strong. He's a beast. He's he's stronger than John. I was like, nobody's stronger than John down there. Are you kidding? He's like, yeah. And and he and that's the day that E hit five sixty five on bench. Um, and, right. then, and John told him, if you if you hit this benchmark and you get on the wall, I'll put it. I'll make sure that it's in the it's in the uh, it's in the rock thing lead up. And he hit it. And uh, that was the first time I saw saw Big E. But during that during that whole thing, it's kind of it's kind of was John's way of I always say that, that John's one of these people. A lot of people say he buries people, and whatnot. But he gives back. He he. Yeah. He, 
he has always been one of those people to to get back. And that's why he let all those people from NXT, those guys who became stars, train in that gym for free. Yeah, all exactly. Them, all of them. He he gave them Rob, which is better than any amount of money that you could have given or any meals or anything that you could have given that those guys because Rob gave them the knowledge that they will be able to use in their careers to to be better wrestlers, to be better athletes, and John gave that to them for free. Exactly. Look at Fandango. Rob posted on Instagram. Fandango called Squat 500. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, After so years it, later, <laughs> it, it yeah years years later. Because Rob doesn't he, like Instagram. He's bad. He's bad at posting. He is very bad at posting. That's what I heard from you. Um, yeah. <laughs> so so that was always one of these these stories that um, later on in in John's life, you know, because um, that point, you know, I hadn't seen him in a decade and a half. But but uh, Xavier Woods um, was down there. You know, trying to find his place in wrestling. Now him and Woods are best friends. Um, oh oh yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Woods and Woods and uh, John and E and uh, and and I guess he was already friends with Kofi. So um, Woods kind of gravitated to him, and it's like, yeah, because because Woods and <laughs> I remember I remember him telling me that that. Um, I was like, yeah, I'm training with – this is back before, you know, he, he got into it. He's still in TNA. And he's like, oh, I'm training with Rob. This guy, he trains with Cena. And I, I think Austin had this preconceived notion of what John was going to be like, and he wasn't. And he's like, oh, he's a big star. He's probably going to be a dick. And then he meets him, and then he's the nicest guy guy ever and has offered him all this stuff. And, you know, every time, every time they're backstage and you ever see John at a show, Austin's always talking to him because oh, – yeah. That's the friendship that they've uh, they've um, they've evolved over over the years, and they have wrestled one time at John's Open Challenge, and uh, it was it's my it's my personal favorite match of uh, of John Cena. It's uh, um, John Cena versus um, Xavier Woods for the Intercon- for the U.S. Championship. Yeah, that was, that was a good old match back in the day. Like, people don't to take John for granted. John is actually a nice guy. And people say, like, oh, back in the day, he buried, buried me and stuff. I don't know some wrestlers say that, but back time when he was wrestling, he's jogging for his spot. Every wrestler does that. They're fighting for you to his spot. You're not taking someone's spot. If I was working in WWE, some guy's trying to come take my spot, I'd be a little bit of a jerk. But, you know, that's how the wrestling business is. But Everybody. Everybody. Working. Everybody gets buried. Every, yeah. every, everybody tries. That's why they call it Triple H's cerebral assassin. I, I would imagine yeah, because he, that's going, his spot. He's not yeah. giving that up. Yeah, he will be. He, that's how wrestling business is. I would have done the same thing, but it's, it's still, you know, in real life, John's a nice guy. He's like he doesn't. <laughs> so, need, go ahead. Oh, so I was gonna say in uh, in this particular episode tonight, I I am seeing that John is probably going to run down the Rock, and Rock's going to run down John. Do you remember that first episode of Raw when uh, they confronted each other? Because because Rock was going via satellite. Remember, Rock wasn't showing up, so oh, yeah. he he would be on the jumbotron, and John would be down there in the ring, and that that is how we began this feud. Exactly, and then that time when like like, like that's what Cena made fun of. It was like via satellite, he's never going to be here, and John really took real shots at him, which ang- annoyed the Rock. But Rock finally confronted him, and they went face to face. And every promo that 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 was the best promo we had in a while because everything was real, because everything was real. They 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 didn't like each other that much. 
they wouldn't have worked together, but they didn't like each other that much because Cena said some things Rock didn't like, and Rock said, like, you know what? I'm just going to say what I really think about you. And they went back and forth. Best promo of the night. That whole night, you could just listen to them talk. From the from the boob surgery to the uh, to the tooth. Rock, Rock doesn't talk about that. <laughs> yeah, from the boob surgery to the to the to the tooth fairy to fruity to pebbles, main fruity scene of pebble, yeah, to the to the bright green shirts to the to the to the sayings, B word to the you can't see me to to all this other things. And um, calling Cena the B word, <laughs> yeah, and just and just just some things like that 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 you had never really really um, encountered real real uh, animosity. Oh, that you didn't even know existed between the two. You just yeah. wanted, you just wanted to see it. You just wanted to see them both in the ring, and you finally, you finally got it in the, in the lead up. And it wasn't a, um, it wasn't manufactured. It was, it was something that you don't get to see. You know, in another match, uh, this is off topic, just quick. But you could have had Cena versus Hogan at one point because they were both there at the same time. You didn't have it. That, yes. that that yeah. also would have been a great great match because you got Rock versus Hogan, which is also one of my favorite matches of all time. But uh, you did not have that uh, that Cena that that Cena versus Hogan, and Hogan was still there. He was still there, able to go because he fought Shawn Michaels. That's he, he, true. Him and Shawn had a match, so you could have had Cena and Hogan do a match. You could have done that, but they didn't do it. No, that's you, true. That's they why didn't you. Do it. That's why they have to make the most of their opportunities. While you have it, you've got to have Bobby Lassie versus versus uh, Seth Rollins and versus versus Roman Reigns and versus um, Cody Rhodes. You've got to have these matches because you do not know how long these people are going to be there. Exactly. Yeah. Like Bobby's in great shape, but Angel will catch you eventually and your body will wear down and you can't do it anymore. Yeah. 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 Um, any any other notes that you have uh, possibly leading up to this? Um Oh, also, oh, another one, another dirty, oh, yeah. dirty, dirty shot by John Cena. Remember when he, when Rock was writing his stuff down on his arm? Oh yeah, he showed it to him. <laughs> oh, that's that a, is that's the untold secret. In the way, the way that Rock, watch it tonight, the way that Rock looks at him when he says that is just you. It's just like you sob. Yeah, he's like you mfer. I, I can't believe you outed me. Out at me for my my arm notes on TV. I almost thought Rock's gonna punch him in his face. <laughs> also, go go back. This is this is gonna be this is also gonna be a good parameter. Parameter. Look how big the Rock is there versus now. Oh yeah, his body changed because his movie roles too. But his Rock is huge. Like, but he, but, he, but he was he's bigger now. Like oh, way he's bigger. bigger now. Like way he's bigger. always been a big guy because he changed. Like was a. He called it the WrestleMania boot camp, where it's a different training for wrestling because yeah. he was doing a lot more conditioning back then yeah. to get ready for the ring. Where now it's just movie roles where he could just do his bodybuilding workout and yeah. get jacked. Yeah, and I remember in the I think it was the second match he he had he he sustained a hernia. Yeah, he, he, tore, he tore his pelvic muscle off the bone with a double hernia too. Yeah, so it it is not it, and he still finished the match to his credit. He's a he's a tough. Oh, yeah, that's a pro. Yeah, he's a tough dude. So I, I, I hats off to to him and uh, and John, um, who have both given given their lives and their bodies to uh, to entertainment um, and the WWE. So I, I'm look I'm looking forward to this one more than I have because I, I remember just watching it. I can't wait to relive it tonight. 
Oh yeah, when I was a you know, kid watching it, I was like, I was amazed by because I was, like, I'm a major rock fan, still is. I grew up watching the guys, so it's like I was like, oh shit, he's back! This is amazing. So yeah, I can't wait to see this back, and yeah, I'm excited to see what the we got two good the documentary and the Jacina and Rock thing. That's a, this is gonna be a good night. Yeah, um, good old, good old. Well, I was gonna say with uh, when I worked out with John back in the day, we worked at this place called the Busmere Building at the University of Georgia. Or mm. if you, if I remember him wanting to freak people out, so there was a regular gym that the student body used, like like everybody at University of Georgia called the Busmere Building. Yeah, and, uh, not the Busmere, uh, Ramsey Center. The Ramsey. Oh, Center. I heard about that. I heard about that. And he went in there, and I just remember everybody just looking because he was big. He was like two. He was probably like two. Oh, John was a power builder back then. He's he probably like two seventy five uh, back then, and just veins popping, popping out of everywhere, looking like a giant Mark Wahlberg. Um, and how small were you compared to him? <laughs> oh, I, I was. I was strong. I was almost as strong. As John, but John's, he, but he, he wears lifts in his shoes. He's, well, he's six foot, but he's not he's, bad. He's barely, he's barely six foot. Barely, barely. But when, wait, I got to look at his shoes now. But yeah, yeah. John wears lifts. Yeah. So when you see him in the ring, uh, yeah, he has lifts in his shoes. Um, well, I do too. I'm, I, I'm not breaking, I hope I'm not breaking any news there. I hope, I hope that most people don't know that, that most of these people were wear lifts in their their shoes when they're when they're this whole time i thought he was six foot is it is it a tape yeah he's he's right he's right six foot tall okay i'm about to say uh, this whole time i thought he was six foot here yeah if he's five ten i'm about to get upset here but rock's (laughs) legitimately six five i think i thought he was six four he said uh he's i i think he's six five okay because i I know he put on instagram he's six four but yeah i thought he was six five because strahan michael strahan's six it's like six five and a half, six six, and he's yeah. he's like and he's like almost like a whole. He he's taller than than the than the rock is. So yeah, but no, not to discredit John. John's a fantastic athlete, and he yeah. is very very blessed to do what he does. And I, I am so glad that we got that match. Um, yeah, we got that match twice. We did get the match twice, yeah. twice in a lifetime. Twice in a lifetime. All right, <laughs> let's get to some questions. All right, well that was one of the two questions, and here's another one. Here's a fitness one for you. Uh, is I call this um, even RP talked about this. Stop adding exercises. Um, what do you think about people going to the gym and be like, I gotta do ten sets on this muscle group because I wanted to make make it grow and make it stronger. For false or false or truth? Um, that's truth. Truth. Um, if you can hit, you just have to find the exercises that work best for mm-hmm. you. And focus on those. A lot of that is a lot of them are junk. What what I've what I, in the past years I've learned junk reps uh, of reps that you put into a workout that have no uh, significance in in helping you get become a better athlete or get stronger or uh, increase your ability to move the weight. So if you take those out, um, mm-hmm. you get more efficient. So that's one hundred percent true. Yeah. So less is more. You saying kind of thing. Um, yes, but, but you got to make sure that you, you're not taking out things that, that are helping you. Yeah. Cause I see like I, ACP at the gym and I, you know, I used to do it too, where I hit the main compounds that would work for me. And sometimes I'll add extra. It's like, maybe I need this extra couple exercises to work where I'm just pretty much burning myself out wasting time. I used to do that. Dude, I see people still do it. So like, yeah, like you said, like there's no point of adding exercises where it doesn't benefit you pretty much. More people today under trained than overtrained. Back in the day, people used to overtrain more. Mm-hmm. Now, now people undertrain. Why I, do you I think, think that? 
Um, because people were tougher. People were tougher back then. <laughs> okay, yeah, I agree with that. And and th- these people on uh, these people who follow uh, they follow a lot of fitness influencers or who are pushing maybe ten thousand ten thousand dollars worth of drugs through their body a month and don't have to do that much to, yeah. to be jacked. So you're if you're copying their workouts, um, it's not gonna work. <laughs> it's not gonna work. But their workouts are eight sets or six sets or, or four or five sets. Mm-hmm. That's what their workouts are. And, yeah. and that and that is their basis for getting their fitness are from these, these influencers who, yeah. uh, who are getting these unimaginable, uh, unattainable results from doing a minimal amount of work. So yeah. that is why people under train now because of, because of influencers and because of the way YouTube and Instagram and TikTok. Uh, that effect on fitness because they don't they don't they don't do they're not in the they're not in the gym those guys are not in the gym for more than 45 minutes i yeah. i've seen it i've seen it 45 minutes max i dealt with that too like those people are gassed up i'll go to the crunches that be gassed about the gills there they do probably four exercises maybe like you said out of 45 minutes and that's all we need i was like huh that's not how i would do it i was like but, people, more. but, but another another thing that people don't realize if you're if you're on PEDs or performance enhancing, you don't even have to work out. You you would you would gain muscle anyway. That's true. <laughs> it doesn't take much, in like you know, unless you go eat potato chips the rest of your life. But <laughs> like I see, I see some of these kids at the combine. Right, they're twenty years old. Their test levels are so high that they're just jacked, but they don't really work <laughs> just because they have really high. I mean, just because just because they're just nat- their natural levels are just through the roof. So so they just look like that. Yeah, and work like young age working out that hard, yeah. I, and you know you freaking young age. That's a natural testosterone booster. And their bodies. I mean, from from football, your your workout is the game. The game makes you a better athlete because you're because of the way that you're having to exert yourself, a way that you you would not be able to exert yourself in the weight room. Yeah, and it's different. Uh, chemicals going to hit in your body. Your testosterone spike off the roof. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah I, I say field, field work is way different than gym work. I always say, yeah, I get, I feel, I get, feel like I get more if I do, like, when I was doing wrestling, I get a lot out of wrestling. If you hit the, or, you know, if I go to the field and hit the stairs. I was watching, I was watching the combine today. I was like, yeah, I'm not, I'm nowhere near that anymore. <laughs> I know. I was those, wondering. I was like, those, man, this bring those, back kids, those kids were insane. These, these kids now, they're, that are pretty insane. All right. Next question. All right. Next question. Uh, you're a fan of the Ninja Turtles, right? This is entertainment now. Are you yes, fan of Ninja Turtles? You still are. What do you think about the new animated movie? Oh, the Seth Rogen. I I have seen uh, just a little bit about it. So I trust Seth Rogen. <laughs> Every I love everything. It's weird. I do. I haven't seen. I haven't seen the Turtles. I know the. I have. I didn't see any of the Michael Turtles Day Monday though. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, the Michael. Yeah, I don't like the steroid out of Ninja Turtles. I don't like that. But yeah, I just noticed the new one they have. They have coming out. It's like you know stuff. Oh no, I said like uh, Michael Bay had them all jacked up, roided out turtles. Where that's not how it's supposed to be. No, no, they are not supposed to be like that at all. (laughs) Yeah, so I'm guessing this one is. I think it's preteens. I think they're preteens in this one coming up. And turns out John Cena is going to be uh, rock steady. And Jackie Chan splinter. So he took. So he told. He stole Seamus's job. That's right. He, that he buried. He, he buried Seamus. John Cena is still burying people in uh, in Hollywood. Uh, I'm, look, I'm, look, I'm looking forward to uh, to the. Is that this summer? 
I think it's coming out this summer. The, tra- the the main trailer drops on Monday. I was able to see a sneak preview of it, but the official the trailer will be dropped on Monday. We get to see it, and they're okay. they're, they're voiced by preteens, though the turtles. Okay. Fine. Yeah, by kids. They were voiced by kids. I'll give it a shot. I'll give it a shot. Yeah, I'll watch the trailer and see how it is. If, if I don't like it, I'm not gonna watch. Jackie Chan is seen as the one that hooked me. I was like, oh, cool, they're in it, and I'm a huge Jackie Chan fan. Yeah. Yeah. It Jackie. is. A, he's a. I got a comical. I got a comical question for you. So it's entertainment one too. We we did a question like this a while back, um, and you're watching all the new reboots and stuff. If the banging and clanging crew could do a remake of a movie, what would you think we would do? Um, Grease. Grease. I could see that. Can you sing? I I would have somebody sing for me. I just I just voice dub it. I'm gonna um, go for it. I'm going for it. I wanted to do Grease Lightning. Uh, let's see. What other movie would uh, would we be in? Oh, The Expendables. The Expendables, definitely. The Expendables, Expendables sounds good. Yeah, that, that would definitely be be the movie. I got one for you. Instead, of, you got Grease. I got something for us. Night at the Roxbury. Oh yeah, that's also that's also a classic. That's a great that movie. Is, I watched it last week. It was on uh, was it Paramount Plus? I think. Yeah. The guy, what's his name, Del Greco or or whatever his name is, he he was a big he was a big star. Yeah, he's a, uh, were you talking about Will Ferrell and Chris Kattan? Oh no, no, the the guy who who ha, uh, had the Ferrari, who they're trying to meet at the. Uh, oh yeah, uh, uh, oh crap! What was his name? You said? I forget it. It's like Del, it's Greco something. Yeah, I forgot his name. I remember like I you know Del, uh, Greco something. I can't remember. Um, he's a big time, big time eighty star. Actor yeah. Star. I didn't. TV I didn't know too much about him because you know I was a kid that time. I just, yeah. Well, maybe I wasn't even born, but still. <laughs> yeah, there's what Richard Rico is that the one? Richard Rico, yes, that's the one. Richard Rico, that's got to be a cool name to have. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, it is a cool name. And for you, and I got another one. Since you put Expendos, why not Universal Soldier? That's also a great one. That that also uh, probably needs a reboot also as well. It does. Uh, still, Universal Soldier to return with Goldberg was my favorite. That was a good one. That would be the perfect. Those, I said those are the top two we, we, we could do right to the remake. Huh. Yeah. And uh, let's see. Any more? You want to do one more question? Let's do one more. Okay. You could want wrestling, fitness, or entertainment? I was go fitness. Springtime. Okay. Springtime. Here's a question that a lot of people ask about. Is red meat bad? <laughs> no. No. Not at all. Not at Not all. A- not at all. Um, I get. I, I always watch uh, watch Sharks video Omar, and he he always says, "Press is vegan, vegan, vegan." Yeah. My and my sister's vegan. My sister's in great shape. She's a, she's a vegan. Doesn't eat any meat. So oh, I know go. I know that it has a. Uh, I mean, the, it has benefits. Clean. Yeah, but I, for what I do and the the amount of physical stress that that I'm under. I have to I have to have protein and I and one of the best sources of protein is red meat. So that's why I eat red meat. Same yeah, I agree with that too. I enjoy red meat too. Nothing beats a burger on the grill. I can tell you that. Yeah, no, agreed. Agreed. Yeah, so, red meat is totally fine, you know. Of course they but you know, eating oh, what's it called? Is it called eating obsessed with something over and over again? Yeah, you know, it's good to change it up. You don't wanna constantly do, but yeah, red meat is totally fine. It doesn't cause cancer or anything that everybody's trying to scare you with. No, you just need to make sure your your diet is balanced. That's really the, the main thing to make sure that you have an equal um, or the the food pyramid if they still use that to to use uh, to help balance out your your meals and things. That's right. 
Like the old saying go, do you heard of this? Handful of protein, handful of carbs, handful of fat. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. It still works. Yeah. All right. This has been an episode of Banging and Clanging Sports Podcast. So, I need you guys to, to, to like and subscribe and to send this out. Um, hopefully you like this this uh, little preview of WrestleMania. We talked a little bit about the past of wrestling, especially over the next couple of weeks. We're going to get more into the past as, as A&E does these shows because uh, that they're, they are why we got into wrestling in the first place. So a lot of these stars um, looking back at their careers. So uh, take it home, Bretta. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to the Bang Clanging Sports Podcast. Tell everybody about us. Check out the Instagram page, Bang Clanging Sports Podcast on Instagram, the YouTube page, Clanging Bang, Voices the Faces, see some of the crazy workouts we do. We're not as maybe not as strong as John Cena, but one day probably we will be, allegedly, <laughs> taking crossroads lines here. But yeah, like we got more wrestling stuff coming up as we get closer to WrestleMania and see it. And A and E's doing these great specials, and we're gonna to try to cover them as well as they keep throwing them out at us. And you know, keep training hard, stay hydrated. Springtime is about here; it's teetering. We still got a little cold, but it's coming. And stay fit, stay strong. And thanks to all our friends at All About Health, Johns Creek, and check out Lacey; she's the boss lady. She'll help you out there. And as always, we are banging and hey, clanging sports. And we'll catch you in the next exciting episode of the Banging and Clanging Sports Podcast. Good night.